welcome to another episode of Xenochat. I am one of the hosts, Tyler, along with my co-host, Justin. Hey, hey, hey. All right, we got a roundtable discussion of the latest Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Direct. Uh, one of our guests we have today is Mary. Hello. And we got B. Hello, people. Nick. Hi. And Anthony. Hello. Okay, but yeah, um, before we get into the direct, though, there's a just a little bit of news in our uh, little figure corner. We try to discuss every news episode. So bad news is the World Tall Id figure that was scheduled for July has been pushed to September. Oh, that's what I that think, email was. I think it's yeah. more like good news for a yes. Oh, that's no. true. It's like that will hurt our wallet less that's that's been pushed back how am i going to deal with this whenever i already can't afford the mass number of things coming out right now i will never financially recover from this (laughs) yeah what would what what would shigeru miyamoto say in a time like this ah yes a delayed figure is eventually good but a rushed figure is forever bad but a bishojo is always trash you filthy weeb i was going to say please look forward to it Please look forward to it. Please understand. Thank you. Respectful back. Well, bad. <laughs> well wh- whether good or bad, Melia is still on track for July. So hell yeah. As of right now, I this could change after this recording, but Melia's still on track. Um, and then, and then yeah, there's the oh sorry. I was just about to add on with the Siren. Siren is still uh, the re-release of Siren is still scheduled for July. Sadly, oh, July is still pretty packed unless there's any oh. last-minute delays. But oh, that works for me. I already have Siren. I don't, and I pre-ordered all three figures. Oh no! <laughs> um, I'm like scared okay. to put Siren together. I am too. <laughs> I still, I still haven't done that. Yeah, I remember like even the uh, what was it? The um, skull was kind of a pain in the ass put together. Mm-hmm. I and I remember I was I was like so disappointed because it's really hard to transform it. But yeah, it's also super tiny, isn't it? Like it's, it's actually a decent size. It's just oh, okay. I, I, I wish it would easier to put it into vehicle mode. Mm-hmm. But, gotcha. Yeah. So I didn't know this. There are figures of the siren. Yes. Yeah. It's a model kit. That's kind of awesome. Yeah. It is, but like I, I don't know. Like the the it's a Kotopakia model mm-hmm. kit, and those are like I've I'm used to putting together Gunpla. Those are a lot less confusing to put together than the Kotopakia ones to me. Anyway, I feel similarly um, when I see Kotopakia come up for a model kit. Uh, I get nervous. <laughs> yeah, Anthony, you can still pre-order it on Miami. Oh, I'm I'm good, honestly. <laughs> I I'm not the type to to put model kits together. The only model kit I ever put together was one that I actually bought for my brother. He wanted to have nothing to do with it, and so I was like, "All right, fine, I'll put it together myself." It was a, a Yevital from Pokemon, and oh. I had I t- it took me like two three hours to do it, and I had a lot of fun, but. At the same time, I also said to myself, never again. <laughs> I feel like it can be a good thing to do where you can like kind of work on it while you put on a show that in the background you turn your brain off to or something a little bit. Yeah, it absolutely is. It's, it's, it's like 
it's borderline therapeutic, but the only reason I don't want to do it again is because like, um, I just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's one of those things that like, I, I, I have like really thick fingers. I've got like big fingers yeah. and some of that stuff requires like precision and yeah, you know, it's like, what, it's also one of those things <laughs> that if you mess up, like it's, it's like almost impossible to recover from it. Uh, yeah, it's it's rough. There's some it like tiny pieces bit, that can yeah. break off easily. So, so I get that. Yeah. Um, so other than Siren, the only other unfortunate news is we still don't know when the special editions for Xenoblade 3 are going back up. I was just about to say that. Was yeah, like, yes. I think that was something that a lot of people were expecting to hear about in the direct, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, it probably it wasn't like in the direct because it was more than likely recorded before that happened. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's true. But yeah, it's very irritating that Nintendo is keeping silent that much. But again, it's Nintendo. But at the same time, it's like we're about a month before release and we still have no news of the part two of this mess. <laughs> this is true. I mean, on the, on the fair side to them, it They've already confirmed that the art book is shipping separately in September, so mm-hmm. they technically have time, but it is a little irritating. Yeah, yeah, but it's also it's also the fact that people do want to pre-order it now to have mm-hmm. it on time for the release. So it's mm-hmm. like, could you guys just like wake up and give us a signal or something? <laughs> My personal theory on the matter is that they're currently shitting themselves because of the fiasco that took place on what was it June eighth. Um, yeah whenever it was. So because of that fiasco, they're currently panicking, realizing we made a thousand of these things or some absurdly low number. And the numbers that we were seeing of people trying to buy this is exceeds like way exceeds what we expected. Uh, we're in trouble because they're not going to be happy if we, if we don't ramp up production and make more of them. So I'm thinking what they're doing right now is they haven't announced or put it back up yet because they're scrambling to see if they can make more of them. And they're going to go from there once they've, once they have more of them to sell. Yeah. But because it's, it's very clear that, that demand has well exceeded yes, what I they know, were anticipating. But at the same time, I don't feel like there was nearly that many people that were able to actually go through. Like, you I've know, seen a, yeah. a decent amount, but like I've seen a majority of people not being able to go through at all because of the bugs of the cart just crashing all the time whenever like even some of you guys managed to put it in your cart and then like nothing. It was just wow. it would either not show up or it would show up, you would try to go to the the, the, the process and yeah. it would just crash. <laughs> I think it's far less a matter of the actual production stock and or more like a matter of just like the website. Their server wasn't... is running on a toaster. Yeah, their 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 website. Yeah, their bandwidth was not built for that on their yeah. front, and they were like, "Well, I don't know why they decided to make a special edition of a game this big. The testing grounds for that, but you, whatever you do, you." Uh, I don't. I don't think it's because of a testing ground. I think it's because of the fact that the the production for the goodies was set to be September. But now the release is earlier, so the only way they could kind of uh, that's not what that I'm referring probably... to, though. I just meant for the website, like for for doing an exclusive on the website, is what yes, I yes. Mean. But that's what I mean. They don't have a choice. They cannot send it to retail on release date if the goods are only coming in September. 
<laughs> yeah, I get that. Ah. I feel like one one thing they could do. They're not going to do this, but one thing they could do is have an open pre-order um, in like a couple weeks, and then everybody who make they could even make they could be greedy and even make it a little bit more expensive. But then send everybody who pre-order that a digital code to the game, and then later on just ship everything out to people so it's not so they're not getting the game first and then the special edition stuff or just i mean like you could even do the pre-order as like two separate things almost like it's just a steel book and an art book like well i'm just saying like actually instead of having to split out split up like the special edition contents just like give people the game right away and then yeah give the the physical game and then everything in the box later on yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I say what I was sell them about as different to say products. Is apparently I seen the tweet around the times of that going on where apparently uh in Japan they already have something like that that you can pre-order just the pack of the 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 collector edition, like just the stuff that of the collector edition separately, but like I think if you're outside of Japan you have to go through some proxy. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of trouble. But well, yeah, well, let's let's talk about something positive. Let's talk yeah, about yeah. that Nintendo Direct from the other day. Yes. Yep. Yep. That it was, was like a twenty-five minute direct or something like that. Yep. Yes, and we could talk hours upon hours, but we're gonna try to keep it concise. But yeah, we're gonna gush about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So yeah. yeah so... Oh, go on. I was honestly, I was just going to go through our bullet points mm. here. And like one of the first things, and this is actually something that stood out to me was, you know, you have like a whole bunch of mysterious masked individuals. Who are they? What are their names? Nobody knows. But we do know that one of them looks like Roth. And that, and that made me lose my mind. I was like, wait, yes. what? But <laughs> also like the whole... and Nia. Not them. Yeah. Not them. <laughs> But also the whole atmosphere around them, like the way they're presented in the first few frames and stuff, it, it feels a bit like, you know, console slash like testament of mm-hmm. like, Xenogears of Saga. Like, it feels like a very similar vibe. And also the vibe I got from the white hair dude that we only see kind of the mount of, like it really gave me Kralian vibes. Like... He felt very Korean-ish, but he could also feel very Wilhelm-ish, like the one who's pulling all the strings or doing some evil-y stuff in the background. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. also, let me let me also make myself clear, like when I said that, oh yeah, he looked like Groff. I mean that on surface level, all right? I know a lot of us in the Zeno community love to, you know, try to like connect the dots in places where there are no dots. I'm just yeah. saying, just kind of look like him. I thought that was kind of cool. I'm not yeah, suggesting it's just, anything. It's just atmosphere look-wise, uh-huh. like, kind of wink-wink a bit. Yeah. Like, it's just... Like, they often do this where they reuse some elements. Doesn't mean that it's a direct connection, but just uh-huh. like... It's, yeah. it's a wink to the thing. It's giving us yeah. some old-school Zeno vibes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. But I just wanted to say like, that because I know there's a lot of people who who will be like, oh, clearly Gears is connected to this. And I remember no. I even saw someone on Twitter being like, I feel oh, like I'm gonna play Gears. trying very heavily to do like, an, okay. another love letter to Xenogears, but yeah. I could also argue to... I feel like this Xenoblade is oh. doing love letter to the whole Xeno series. Because <laughs> it has... It's basically like... It's as if they put like everything in a blender. 
<laughs> well, yeah, like that and just like similar design philosophies in general. But yeah, like yeah, I did yeah. get the Testament slash Gazelle ministry vibes mm-hmm. with like the atmosphere around them. But yeah. I did like one thing that I was thinking of when I saw it was like, dang, like design wise, some of the helmets on these guys look less like uh remind me less of like both of those and more of like the shapes of the heads on the different ESs and Xenosaga a little True. bit. Like there, it felt uh, like it yeah. feels like they're totally going for that kind but of thing. The a fact there. that they also have, uh, it seems they also have Robo's uh, forms. Mm-hmm. Except in their case, it feels like it's just one person controls one instead of the two interlink. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. thinking like, the same thing. Like maybe that's why they have these type of looks. Maybe it's uh, like they they want to do it because they want to hide their identities and stuff. But yeah, it yeah. makes sense. I, I love how Xenoblade has this thing where every every entry it's like, yeah, these are, there are mechs in this game, but they're not mechs. They're sentient. These aren't mechs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they they gotta try and plug them in somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I mean, I, I legitimately love that though. It's not yeah, like same a, same. Yeah. Okay, so I guess we could go to the next bullet point. Uh, Real quick, before we do, though, I wanted to just ask a question. Justin, did you Mm. say, and I I, I couldn't hear you very well, but I just wanted to make sure I heard you correctly. Did you say that the 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 one guy who's not wearing a mask, we see his face, he he has like purple tips on his hair or whatever. Did you say he reminds you of Eggle? No. Oh, okay, cool. Then I want to point that out real fast. He reminds me of Eggle for some reason. Like, don't know why. There's just something very eggle like about about that character. I gotta see his thigh gap before I make that. <laughs> oh. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> oh my god! All right, that, that's all I wanted to mention. Was just like I don't know. I don't know if it's the if it's his voice or the mannerisms mm-hmm. or he talks, but or his face. But like, there's just something that reminds me of eggle mm-hmm. of, of that character. I don't know what it is yet, though. I, I'm gonna need to see more. All right, moving on. Okay. okay. So the next point is uh, lifespan is to be about ten years, but it seems like they're born as kind of early teens from tubes, like as in like it, it feels like they're kind of cryo frozen or like created in, in like those scientific like tubes or something, and then eventually mm. they're just out and they have to train to go on the battlefield. And yeah, fight for ten is... years and then die. <laughs> yeah, that was the part where I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, um, that that weird symbol is like related to it as well too. The amount of time they have left. Yeah, yeah. So, I feel uh, like it looks like it gets checked in, like those, like. Yeah. I, I don't know. This is probably just a thing, but like somebody in the trailer looks at somebody else's and is like, "Oh, you've got, you've only got this many years left," and I'm like, "Oh, I it's like because the symbol changes as yeah." Time can, goes can, on. can I jump in? Because this, yes. this yep. is um, gives me very much. There was that Final Fantasy game. I didn't play it. I watched it with Lightning, and I think Final is Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Sure, that one. Yeah, where they got a symbol <laughs> and it was like a curse, and it kept changing. Mm-hmm. This is this is what it reminds me of. It does give me Final Fantasy Thirteen vibes. Right. I'm not going crazy, right? Oh, no, no. I, I don't remember enough to, to, to say. I only played the first Final Fantasy 13, and that's spot on what kind of what that was about. Yeah. Yeah, and after their symbol's complete, they're like dead. Dead, dead. 
so that's yeah that yeah. whole like that especially that little scene where he looked at the symbols like hmm you have like three months left and yeah that's I'm like oh boy you're, you're ripping off the Final Fantasy <laughs> they're marked yeah. for death no it's all ripping off D&D it's okay it's kind of weird because it is all ripping off D and D. Everything. Yeah. It gives me like when you cast your net that wide. I mean, I was gonna say this gives me kind of like a survival game vibe. Yeah, pretty much. It's like I need to as if they were I need going to speak to, to that point real fast. This is important to me, so I just really want to mention this. I'm glad you brought that up, Justin, because I have been getting survival on the run vibes for this yeah. game since the tell. trailer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. On one hand, that's cool. Do you know what other game did that and it didn't work? Final Fantasy 13. And I'm terrified because like on one hand, this is Xenoblade. <laughs> yep. It should be good. But Final <laughs> Fantasy 13 had a very similar vibe to this where the characters are always on the run and that game didn't work that game's story didn't work for a myriad of reasons. So I really think that depends on who you ask, but like that's still, it is like one of the more hotly debated, you know, like it, yeah. I know yeah. a lot more people dislike that one than like it, but I well, don't yeah. think that one is as bad as people act like it is. We'll see how it's it very goes. hyperbolic. Yeah. Yeah. We'll I don't yeah, think that, um... need to see how it goes, but I just, I could not help but notice the similarities here. Another thing that I'm kind of curious about is our our main characters. Is this their last year? I uh, know one of them, Mio, but I don't know about the others. Mio, Mio was three months, but well, the, the other. I mean, if they're around the other... all the same age, then yeah, technically, that's they is this be like their last year? I think the others may have a bit more time, but they're also in their last year. Yeah. yeah, they made a big deal about Mio, but we don't know about the others. You know how people talk about like they set up a story with urgency, and it's in a, wor- a world full of like side quests, and so like what happened to the urgency? <laughs> I think that I think that um I, okay, I'm not going in the direction you you might think I'm going with this. I think three months is a reasonable time to do all the side quests within. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> It's, I mean, you know, it's I didn't think immersion. about that, but that's so true. <laughs> but it's not much worse than, like, uh, you know, in Zelda, when you have to go, like, save the princess, and you're just like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just going to go yeah. break thoughts and do this and do this other quest. And, you know, like, it's urgent, but it's not. Like, you still got your gameplay. Yeah. I saw like, people complain. Cross, uh, where, like, you got basically... A, a time clock on like how much time there is left for humanity, but like you keep doing all these side quests, and it never. Man, really HK, drops you should have seen me during my Xenoblade Two playthrough. Uh, you know the part in Xenoblade Two where spoilers for Xenoblade Two. If you haven't played it, stop listening. Um, where uh, Tantal is sinking beneath the clouds. Yeah, I took that opportunity to go and do side quests. Yeah, Tantal is yeah, actively totally. sinking, and I was like, eh, you know what? This sounds like a good time to go I do can, some side quests. I can totally say that Xenoblade 3 is going to do the same shit. You'll be able to do, like, whatever you want, whenever you want, most times. Like, I'm not worried at all about this. <laughs> They'll let you skip travel at parts that are that make the story weird. Yeah. Oh, no, we, we've been eaten by a titan. You can skip travel I mean, just the it. fact that exactly. you can go, like... They can literally say, like, uh, skipping a bit here, but since we're in the topic, they literally say 
that each colonies see themselves as enemies, but you can't just walk in with your whole party. <laughs> <laughs> Which, speaking of the whole party thing, I actually really like that it seems we're going to get most of your party very early on. Yeah. And that's kind of cool. Like, I, I know yeah, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, a lot of people will probably like feel it. like, oh, it's too much at once. I actually kind of prefer this because it's nice to have like a group go on an adventure and they're there for the majority of it. People, I don't know. I think that's kind of nice. No, I, 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 agree. I agree with you because it gives all of the characters an equal amount of time for character development and growth. Yep. Exactly. It worked. Yep. One of the reasons why I wasn't crazy about Zeke in Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is because I honestly felt that they he joins the party way too late and I didn't have enough time to like grow to like him. I barely had enough time to grow to like Morag, but 90% of the reason why I liked Morag as much as I did was because of Bridget. And I felt that that Morag and Bridget had a great dynamic and they grew on me very quickly. It took Zeke like to the very end of the game where I was like, oh, I, I kind of like this character now. I actually loved Zeke from the first yeah. I mean, sight because it more... was so so dumb and it was like Team Rocket-ish and it was like, I love yeah. this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I also will say that Morag had a little more presence in the story before mm-hmm. she joins you even. Yes. But yeah. I, I do think that you get a bit more out of a lot of that if, if you do like a lot of the blade quests and stuff like that pop up potentially later because they uh, all the characters have dialogue that goes around and i guess that's probably what they expected but what i was gonna say is um oh come on i I was gonna say that like i do think that a good way to go about it you're not gonna have every character be part of your party early on at least have them be present in the story and i think blade 2 does a decent job at that you do morag is very much present in the story And so is Zeke. I mean, you you Zeke, run into Zeke him a few times. Yeah, there being goofy encounters you know. with him. So yeah, but that's um, an I think that works. Yeah, but that's, that's an only two. Let's go back. Let's, let's get go back, back to the <laughs> Yeah, so, I was actually going to say something else about this whole getting all the party members at once for Xenoblade Three. So, um, what it was, what it, what I was basically going to get at, as I, I definitely agree, I think it's a great thing, and they're going to make up for any sense of oh you. It, you get to this point in the game, you get this character, you know, like for some RPGs, that's like a big thing. This game's going to have that that last slot, which we'll probably get more into later. Yeah, we're going to get into that. There, there's yeah. quite a bit to say about that Anyways, one. Uh, next bullet point is uh, each nation basically uh, seems to fight to fill their flame clock, which seems to be like the trainer was mentioning something about like they sure they need food and water but what they need the most is life. So basically they fight each other to steal each other's uh, life energy, I imagine, to fill the flame clock for each nation. Which B, I feel you like had something like that. Yeah, yeah, B, you had something to say about that. Yeah, so doesn't that like kind of remind you about the Bionis when the people of Bionis were yeah. kind of the... And the... And like all, also how Mekonis was stealing Eater from yes. Bionis. Yeah. Yeah, so yep. that's, that's what that's it reminded me of. Yeah, yep. there and, are thematic um, elements from both games, very large thematic elements from both games that are very present in this trailer alone. Like, it's it's kind of astounding just how much of a perfect like marriage between one and two, three is looking like it's going to be. <clears throat> so. 
I guess we could go to the next point. I kind of ask a few questions because you have the Uroboros that are like the council, but then they're like, there's like the nations that are like, we need to eliminate Uroboros, but it doesn't seem to include the council. It seems to only be about the party. So is the party version kind of the equivalent of God Slayer or whatever, or just the, the ones that will change the world, basically? Like, I, I don't know. It's it's a bit weird that they, to me, that they deem that Uroboros is a danger to the world when, like, you know, the people that are giving them tips on both sides in red are just like themselves they can use those powers <laughs> but but think of it this way every time that someone does an earl burrow it uses a large amount of energy what if they're just leeching off the flame mm. clock to uh I didn't think about that yeah see so they're dangerous that, that because sense, they're yeah. kind of a ticking time bomb uh yeah yeah that, that could yeah make i mean sense. like completely speculation if, like, but the, i the figure it's destroying something they need Sorry, we spoke at the same time. Go on, Nick. Oh, no, I was just saying completely speculation on all that stuff, but it's just just like probably a lot of things here. But um, it it's... I, I'm sure that breaking the cycle of the life and death 10-year ten, ten period with the Ouroboros stuff, potentially, it, that may, they may have something to do with each other, and it may be, oh, yeah, it's, it's either yeah. leeching off something we need to sustain this world, or... You know, something like that. Yeah. Otherwise, it would probably wouldn't be a problem. But also, uh, I feel like the council guys are probably, you know, pulling some strings to make it look like these guys are really the evil when, like, they are. <laughs> like, maybe they're using their powers, which is a different form, to do some chaos here and there without the others knowing. As in, like the uh, the people on each side. So the people on each side think that Uroboros is like the complete enemy when like the main party didn't do anything wrong. But you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. It's just a lot of questions with this one. <laughs> I do want to ask you guys something related. Did you see anyone else in that trailer that doesn't look like they're within? You know, like age wise, doesn't look within like teens to mid-twenties, roughly, other than fandom. Uh, yeah. In, in the trailer itself, no, but towards the end of the direct, they are show off some other party members that you could, mm -hmm. you know, optionally have. I think they're called heroes or whatever. Yeah, the heroes. Um, they all look of them older. look like... A lot really, of them look older. They didn't to me. Not None of them. They all look like <laughs> teens like, to... Mary was saying Gray seems older, but that's just what it appears from, like from what we can yeah. see of him. Yeah, yeah. I I got the vibe that he was probably younger than. I mean, you have people like Kamaravi definitely looks older. A little bit, but they still look like they could be young adults to me. Uh, that's why I was like, Vandom, like by far looks the oldest out of the definitely. regular people in this world to me. Is what I'm getting at. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if there's... Uh, I, I have to feel like there's something to that. But, you know. Okay. Yeah. Shall we move to the next bullet point? Yeah. I mean, we... No, already... We covered some of this one. Mm -hmm. But uh, the only thing I want to add... Like, it's about the... Mio has only three months left to li live. 
There's mm-hmm. a part in the trailer at some point where some of the other party members are saying that they're willing to give her some of their time so that she can live longer. And she's like, I don't want your time or whatever. And like, mm. you know, like th- that's also interesting. And the fact that, you know, some of the party members might be trying to give more time to one or another to extend their time. Mm-hmm. So so you can give time to other people. Yeah. Also. Okay. But yeah, I just wanted to point out this one because it was something that seemed kind of important to mention. Uh-huh. Um, next one is a Council. I'm not sure if this one was me who put this one up. Oh yeah. It, oh yeah, that's, that's me. Yeah. It was like... Um, in another part of the trailer, like I, I, the one where they they sit at the theater, they're like, it, it is fate. Maniac tried, and like, does that imply that this world has reset, or there was many other parties before the main party that also tried to overrun the structure, but they failed. Like, because the council speaks of that as they as they watch the the movie sort of <laughs> yeah it gave me like eternal recurrence vibes or something from, yeah like... exactly oh boy we're about to become neurotomata aren't we <laughs> <laughs> i was referencing to like xenosaga but <laughs> yeah it gives me very much uh yeah, yeah sort of xenosaga or like any reincarnation like type or concept. yeah like xenogears yeah exactly yeah. I feel like the themes and ways have always been approaching some near automata esque <laughs> shit. Anyway, it's it, it, it's, uh, it's part, part of me though. is convinced yeah. that Takahashi and Yoko Taro are in a are in a uh, a group chat together, and they're and they, they're constantly bouncing ideas off each other. Like, hey, notes. what if? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think we've said this like just in our you know usual chats that there is a ton of overlap between yeah near and zeno games and the fan bases yeah. pretty good chance if you like one you're gonna like the other pretty much i, I like okay. how david put it as i think takahashi and yoko taro are drinking the same kool-aid yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely a good way to put it shout out to david yep yeah. shout out to david mm-hmm Okay. All right. Um, so we could go on to the next one. At the end of the ten year, uh, I guess the ten year lifespan, those soldiers will get a homecoming ceremony in front of their queen if they make it there. If not, overseers see them off to the battlefield. See them off on the battlefield. And so these... I said overseer, but offseer. Offseer, uh, offseer. Yes. There. Oh yeah. yeah. And B had <laughs> some, And B had something to say. Here. Yeah. This is my biggest sticking point. If we're if um, confirmed, unconfirmed. Uh, Melia's one of the queens and she oversees them. She was all about saving her people, protecting her people. Now she's letting them die. I, I, mm. That's the yeah, thing. But remember, this is, also a world, this is also a world where, like, to survive, they need to steal life from the other. So yeah. they're kind of like constantly at war and they cannot do anything about it. Well, I think she would have found a way. But yeah. that's my sticking point. Hmm. And and as another sticking point, I'm super sad they didn't mention too much about the other queen, which oh, I'm Nia. calling Nia. Oh. Oh, yeah. I could be wrong. 
I hope I'm wrong or right. Who knows? But yeah. This is the bad timeline. There was no other way. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, it's it's very interesting because in um, I was just I happened to be rewatching the 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 direct while while we're talking about this, just in case I notice something that I want to bring up. And I did notice something, and I thought it was really interesting to mention this because, uh, and for all I know, this may have been brought up before. I don't know, but I I feel the need to like mention it so if you go to or it's early in the direct it's oh yeah you can see it on just about any uh what's the cat girl's name neo 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 uh, Mew? Mew? Okay. wait which one which, uh, which cat girl <laughs> i would imagine the new the off, one the, the off yeah, opposite of neo then yeah okay so in embedded in her chest you'll notice a crystal that's kind of very similar to Hayes's um, uh, core crystal that it almost seems to me like she's almost like a blade, if that makes any sense. Yeah, we had mentioned this in some previous trailer uh, takes <laughs> where like yeah, a couple this... characters had crystals that were very much like blades. Like flesh eaters. So far, like, the only mention of blades seems to be about like the weapons that they use, but like as yes. if everyone uses blades, but like it's not blades a, like Zoblade Two, where you have a person and a weapon. It's just the yeah, weapon. you have a driver and a blade. No, yeah. But my my thing about this, and the reason I bring this up is, what if the whole ten year lifespan is somehow connected to that? Like, mm-hmm. what if they all have these these so I you know pseudo core so. crystals? Because like a lot of them don't have those. It's just different. I think it's just they wanted to kind of implement every single type of races or type of characters that they have made thus far. Yeah, there's a lot of characters in the party that have all kinds yeah. of various characteristics from yeah, over the course of the they series. They don't have core crystals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, Sana looks like she could be a blade like being and Senna like, had one. Senna had yeah. one. And then there's and I was just like Lance looks like he could be a machina. Well know? wasn't it that like only um the people in Agnes had yeah, it? Yeah, the people in Agnes had it. I think that was I right, believe. yeah. But the people in Kevis did not have it. Or KVs. I, I I never remember how to pronounce it. <laughs> I th- Oh, yeah, didn't they actually say it in the trailer? They did yes. say it in the trailer. They said I think it, but said... I already forgot. Yeah, it was like <laughs> Ke- Kevis. Kevis, I think. Kevis, yes, because yeah, I remember, Kevis. I think we were calling it Keeves before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We were. Yeah. yeah, they were, We. I think we assumed they were going with that style of pronunciation. It was like, oh, they didn't. Yeah. Surprise. And All right. Well, speaking yep. of the characters, let's, yeah, let's talk, talk about the characters. It. Yes. Yeah, let's talk about them. So the first segment I, I is was just information that was pretty much put into the trailer that I had it. So uh six soldiers, three from Kevis, three from Agnes were commissioned for a special mission. But like like the trailer said, like at first they were like they show a lot of hatred between each other and like they fight and stuff and then some special Vandom appears. <laughs> they say mysterious figure, <laughs> but like they showed that it was Vandom before. Nice. So, <laughs> so he, he makes them change their mind. 
and, magical old man appears. And they he also mentions something about a place that would give them a chance, which is the land piece purse by a great sword, aka Sword Valley, kind of. <laughs> sword Watch. But uh, yeah. So then I, there was uh, then we can go directly to the main party. So yeah. Noah. Offseer of Cavies. I'm gonna have trouble with this name the whole day. Yeah. I'm always like, Cavies, Cavies. How do I say this? We can help you. Yeah, Offseer Cavies. Trusted by all his allies. Yuri, she's Russian, blonde, but soft to the core, basically a Tenere. But it's okay. We love our Teneres. From Cavies as well. Lens. A burly brawler built for close combat. Also, Krem Cavies. See, I keep changing every time we say it's okay. It's it's like right, it's fine. Toy Store, and I love that. <laughs> you gonna are you gonna side with Kellogg's or Angus? Well, next yeah. is a group from Agnes, so you you're, you're, you'll be better. Yeah. You can take over, you guys. Okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah, next we have uh, Mio. Uh, this is a kind and compassionate officer from Agnes. Tyon, who I'm very excited about. Um, a quick-thinking battle tac- tactician from Agnes. And then we got uh, Senna, small in stature, but has giant strength, also from Agnes. Okay, can and I then- just say that with Senna, uh, Takahashi is a man after my own heart. Because um, she uses a she is a comically small character who uses a comically oversized <laughs> hammer, and if there is one trope I love, it is the small character wielding an ungodly like large bludgeoning object, and okay. I'm <laughs> probably going to be playing a Senna. This is why yeah, hammer is the is best one. power in Kirby. Just saying, yeah, absolutely. But it's also, um, the last part I added at the end is because it was in that segment that mm-hmm. it was mentioned at the end. So they mentioned something about the colonies see themselves as enemy, as I mentioned a bit earlier. And yeah, basically, it's just it as they speak about that, they say how the council mass people they look kind of suspicious. And yeah, <laughs> kind of. No, wasn't, because uh, like they give they give tips on both sides, and that's what they observe basically in that part of the trailer. And I don't know if maybe I'm mistaken, but wasn't one of the colonies Colony Nine or called Colony Nine, or was it called some another some? They other might number? be, but I may have missed that part. But yes, I believe someone. I, I believe I saw something about it being called Colony Nine. Interesting. Interesting. Also, uh, there was something called that was saying at the end of that uh, that the people that they they want to fight uh, for their own fate, which is a uh, yeah similar concept to others. And us, we're gonna save this universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. I guess we can go to the next part. Okay. Yeah. Boundless is that world. All the... oh, oh wait, what? Oh, I was just gonna say, is that all of the well, most of the story-ish stuff before we move on to the gameplay stuff. Uh, we're going in the order the of the direct. Uh... Okay. There was one thing that was interesting. It's small, but mm-hmm. it was just like in the early part before they got into the, here's how the game is going to kind of work thing. Uh-huh. And it was that uh, when the when the people die, they seem to like 
petrify almost. I just thought um, that was interesting. That was uh, some of, of them seems to petrify. Some others seems to become particles. Yeah, I mean, it, it looked like they were probably. It looked like they turned into like a stony material and possibly crumbled to dust or something. And, after and that. can I can I jump in um, that yeah, those that are kind of like the absorbing the power mm-hmm. or seemingly in the direct it looks like they're absorbing the power have an infinity symbol like that sideways eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Ouroboros. It's thing. the Ouroboros. Uh, so, well, I mean yeah. that's the infinity, but yeah, yeah like yeah. the. In the game, it seems to be the symbol. All the clocks have the with that. yeah have the circle, the Ouroboros, and then the other the other people have like the infinity symbol. Yeah. Okay. All right. So next, I think that was all. Yeah. Was all, all right. Well, next is a boundless world, which I I just want to say this part real quick because I was very excited about it. But the quest tracking looks so much smoother than tracking quests in Xenoblade Two. It looks. I think someone I remember seeing someone online compare it to uh the nav ball from Xenoblade X a little bit. But yeah, tracking so it looks so much ball. better. I yeah, that was I the first thing I thought. I mentioned the follow ball somewhere yeah. deep more down. But also I wouldn't be too surprised about the quest things being being smoother because they did do also definitive uh, edition of one after two and they had smoothed a lot of things, like as far as UI of quest goes, so let's hope that it's just as smooth in this, if not even better. <laughs> because right. if there's one thing that can get overwhelming in Zillowblade, is uh, the amount of side things you have to do. <laughs> yeah, and getting from one place to the other can be treacherous, especially in Zillowblade 2. Yeah. So I'm very excited for how it looks in 3. I would say the one thing that's overwhelming uh, in in any Zeno game is how many part uh, how many party members are shouting all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I think they made this no, a bit man. less bad in this one. I think it was mentioned before. There's a part in the trailer or in this trailer or in this direct rather where they're showing a battle scene, and I like one of the lines that Sena like yells out was like cracking me up, and I can't even remember. It was just. It was just some profanity or something, I, I or like that, you know, just like. But it was really funny that it just like, just that got in, and then they cut it off after. Are that. we gonna get the moment of like, let's Cena say the f word? I don't think it was like that. It was like very minor, you know. Uh, but yeah. So yeah, next bullet point. Uh, we have six party members following, and like when whenever we have an hero, I imagine they also follow. I think it was shown before that a mm-hmm. hero would also was also following yeah. the six party. Yeah. So you can have quite a lot of people on the map. Um, yeah. Move Gonzalez, is that the blue monkey? The monkey's the back. Yeah. The well, monkey. one of the monkeys are. One back. of the monkeys. There, there are multiple. Well, we there are right? There. <laughs> Yeah, Mubo Gonzalez. There, there's a few unique monster. But I know the uh, blue monkey like made a lot of people happy because I think that one was uh, particular to Xenoblade Cross, was it? Or I, I don't remember if that one is in Cross. Uh, Cross, or... he there was a very similar monkey that had a different name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it Cross was it the purple man. I, it's I can't so remember long. what color he actually was. But anyways. But... One of the cool monkeys is back. People are happy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm excited to find out what the what the new monkey that they've shown off so far is named. The one that's all colorful and stuff. 
I, I think it's just a comeback of the usual plain ones. It's just he has a different model. Because people have said his name before. Oh. I yeah. Missed that then. I, I think it's the, the, the one from kind of, that was kinda of like very much there around Zillow Blade one. You talking about Rockbart? He's he's usually the one that's oh, always territorial the first, one of the first yeah. planes. Yeah, territorial yeah. Rockbart, yeah. Oh wait. So next one? Yeah. Do you then, guys want to take over? Well Yeah, I can Oh, if you want, I uh, I wrote this one because um, I thought it was interesting because yeah. uh, as you're going throughout the world, you'll run into Kevez and Agnes soldiers just fighting each other, yeah. and I thought that was kind of neat, kind of like in like blending the story with the gameplay. I thought I thought that was pretty cool. That is uh, very cool. Yeah, yeah, like it makes the world feel more alive too. In a lot of ways, I'm sure it kind of mm-hmm. it, it also serves as a constant reminder that the entire world is a is a war torn battlefield. Mm-hmm. Like that, much, it, yeah. it, it, like there have been there have been heavy thematics of war in both one and two, but this game it is really driving it home that you are in an active war zone. Exactly, I, and it's it's really nice because I've played quite a few games where they're like this game is during a war and then you don't ever see anyone fighting like exactly aside from your your party or something i remember like one big one that people complained about which i think was like supposedly cut com uh, cut like content in a big way but in skyrim there was supposed to be a war going on the whole time and the most you come across is military camps and no one actually fighting like that's kind of <laughs> funny <Wow. laughs> Yeah, sometimes, but I can understand who like it's a lot to put these kind of elements within the world. Oh yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Switch is gonna catch on fire. I mean, <laughs> I actually don't think it's gonna be that bad. I don't think so either. I mean, Xenoblade Two, you have six people running around. Yeah, yeah, and They're you really have all sorts of other stuff in there. Uh, they've clearly, they've, they've clearly gotten their optimi- optimization shit together. Yep. Well, hopefully, uh, at least hopefully in handheld mode, they they do a little bit. That's better. another story, but for <laughs> console mode, it should be completely fine. <laughs> All right, so uh, the next one is colonies serve as a base camp for both nations, and I wasn't sure how to spell that one, but at the art of each is a Feronis, which is basically the Big Macs, like the the Big Macs are basically the colonies or like the. They're like bases of military and like they act as colonies and they're also weapons of war. So yeah, they're, they're, they're basically... called Feronis, but like I wasn't sure how to spell it. So I spelled it whatever. <laughs> Colony fortresses. Yeah, basically. And fortresses, yeah, that's fortresses. pretty much yeah. to add to, to this. That's where you can shop. That's where you can, I believe. I'm not sure if that's where you actually do the cooking and dining because it looks like they're they're they camp outside. I know the dining. I'm not sure. I think the dining might be in the colonies and cooking yeah. is like on the field, or that's what it looked like. Fine dining. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe these uh, may be separated to that, but it's still cool that we have a, a whole system like this. Uh, we also can get to know NPCs in each. Uh, colonies, and that's where I had an affinity system galore. <laughs> <It's back. laughs> because 
Because, like, we're gonna have this whole thing of, like, talking to NPCs at different times of days and, like, trying to unlock new quests. Man, I really hope, like, the cooking and dining things have, like, the Final Fantasy 15 or Yakuza food porn thing where it's, like, <laughs> you get done with the meal, you get, you get done making the meal and it, like, shows it up close and it's, like, just, like, it's insane. It's not showing it too much up close, but it's still kind of oh showing it from what we've seen. I'm just saying, I'm not getting my hopes up for that. I'm not, yes, but, man, it would be great. not been great. Yeah, it's been pretty <laughs> underwhelming in the other games. They kind of just gloss yeah. over it. What also, if they? What if they do that? But they showed up close, like it's supposed to be pretty, and it's just a sandwich from like Shulk and Fiora. The sandwich. Look out wow. for Zeno food episode. Trust us, it has extra spices. I don't know what you guys are talking about. There's an entire scene in Torn of the Golden Country dedicated to showing off how amazing Mithra's cooking skills are. You <laughs> appetizing, Mm-mm, scrumptious. There is that giant flan quest. I will. I'll also say I do like um, you get to see everybody sit, and I love all how like everybody was losing their minds over the way Uni was sitting. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> People were like saying that she was manspreading. <laughs> oh, I wasn't paying attention. I it was really funny. There was that. People were saying like, "Oh, she's manspreading," or "Oh my goodness, I love how she can't sit in a chair properly." <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> it's, it's a, she's got a really fun pose for that. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, it's well, their character that's a bit more like blunt and like mm-hmm. no, it's just oh, don't get me wrong. People, people were happy about it. It was just nice. it was just the memes that like people were making about it. yeah, so funny. yeah, yeah. Sukebon Uni. <laughs> I wish. Jeez. <laughs> okay, so we also have rest spots similar to Torna, and we can see kind of cool interactions going on yeah. between characters as they hang out and stuff. But what the other thing that's kind of cool that's a bit new there is that as you speak to NPC, that you can sometimes have things going on at the camp where you can discuss what you discuss with NPC yeah. to say, hey, this NPC is in trouble, there's this and that, maybe we should help, and then you can activate a quest this way. And I find this is really interesting I because thought that it has cool so, mm-hmm. so much more depth to the thing and it mm-hmm. has like the opportunity of the characters to have more comments about it rather than just standing like like sticks behind you being like mm-hmm, yeah we can't do it <laughs> yeah know, that just... was like one of my favorite new additions to Torna, Same. and i'm Same. glad that they brought it back I, I, I yeah it. if they if they go like even more in with in depth with it i would love that because like the whole idea of like oh it's not just someone asks you to do this all the time sometimes it's like oh, people are talking about this, maybe we should do something about it, and like actually yeah. having an investigation or a discussion around it. I, I just think that's a really cool way to kind of like tie that in in a way that feels like nat- more natural, and just, it would be really refreshing to see it done yeah, that way. Mm-hmm. It would be. Now, the next thing that that is coming oh back is gem crafting. And are, that we, like, are we excited? I- you know what? Yeah, I actually do enjoy gem crafting, and, and I all. just hope it's, it's a bit I... more similar to the the first game than the second. Because honestly, Zoblade Two, I kind of gave up because it was too much. <laughs> like the menus were so like the menus for crafting rather oh, than like, yeah. just going through all the crystals, they were so convoluted into that I was just like, I'm overwhelmed. I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna barely touch this. I'll I'll like set up crystal once and i'll never touch it again <laughs> uh yeah i didn't mind gym crafting especially like as little as you really have to 
invest into it? Like, I didn't no, mind doing it in one. I, I, found, I found in one it was really fun, but in two, the menus being that convoluted made me kind of discouraged from doing it too much. Yeah, two kind of did things in a list, and one kind of benefits from having those gems on a grid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like I think the, lot, grid, the grid yeah. thing was a lot better the because grids, a list is just like you're scrolling forever and you're not finding what you're looking for. I hated yeah. all of it. All of it hated it. With, with Blade Two, you got. I'm kind of with B on that one. You you have a, like a lot of menus, and you got to sift through a lot of it. You got to know what you're looking for in yeah. Blade Two. <laughs> Fortunately, I did, <laughs> so yeah. it was not bad. And in Blade One, um, the the I think the UI in Blade One is a little bit more newbie friendly since you're just not bombarded with text. Yeah, exactly. Get, like, I'm colors. more visual. I'm yeah. more visual, so the text was overwhelming for me. However, the the downside with Blade One is it does require a lot more prep than it does in Blade Two. Because in Blade One, yeah. you gotta yeah. have the right, you have to have the right, um, the right. Oh my goodness, the crystals! You have to have the right crystals. Mm-hmm. Select the right combination of them so that you can make sure you give yourself the right percentage to get the skills you want. Make sure you have the right characters so you have the right amount of turns. Understand the flame levels. And when you get that, it's cool, and you can do some really great stuff. But in Blade 2, they made it a lot simpler, where it's just pick up the item you need to refine the core. Yeah. I mean, it does get a lot easier in 1 as you go, too. But it's... And you do get used to, like, looking through the menu in 2 whenever you know what you're looking for. So it's not... The but sword it's... feature is your best friend. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, from what I saw in the trailer, though, or in the direct, low, it looked like the the look of the gym crafting was a bit more grid-like, like Xenoblade 1. So I'm hopeful that it's going to be a bit easier to navigate into, like, hopefully. But uh, yeah, we'll see how it happens to be whenever mm-hmm. we get there. Uh-huh. So uh, another point I had because I saw that in the, one of the videos was there seem to be uh, supply boxes on the map. I don't know if they're just treasure chests or if there's something more special about them, but they seem to be supply box for military, you know? I thought it was interesting that it would it would show two characters opening some of those. So I wonder if there's some type of Yeah, that's why I'm like, I wonder if there's something more special about it. Yeah, That or we might be... It might just be treasure chest, but we'll see. It could be. It could yeah. be something more complex than that. Also, a uh, ship later at sea because we do see a ship going on around at sea. Um, Ledmark and TP, as always, they're they're always there. Just the maps in a little bit weird colors, but I'm sure we'll get used to it. It's like more orangey. Um, also, that's where I mentioned yeah. the follow ball. The follow ball, but in this case, it's more like a line than a follow ball. But like mm-hmm. it does. Like, I like how it, it does like navigation. Yeah, like it does like topo- goes over topography. Yeah, because one of the different thing levels. In, mm-hmm. One of the thing in a lot of the previous games is uh, the map drafting was not always great for the elevation levels. Like mm-hmm. it was not always very clear like what level you were. For example. Um, the best example I could give is the mountain in Zenoblade 1. Like, I would get lost to no end trying to find a dot because, like, mm-hmm. it was on X elevation, and then I was trying to follow the map. I was like, wait, that, that doesn't that, go anywhere. <laughs> that happened with me in Tantal and Xenoblade 2 as well. Yeah, um, Tantal was a yeah, bit that was confusing. overwhelming too, but I find, like, the, I like the sort of... Because the, the one in Xenoblade 1 is a bit more compact, and it's a lot of like paths crossing over 
like I felt like I felt even more lost in one. <laughs> I hated that place. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think this is gonna help a lot with maps like those that have a lot of different elevations. Whenever you're trying to find a quest, you you'll be able to find it. <laughs> yeah, so, the um, <clears throat> this thing on. Yeah, okay, it's on. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the fact that they have that new like like mine that you could just follow um to get you from place to place is going to be insanely helpful especially with like vertical like maps with a lot of verticality like uh -huh. to your point tantal was uh tantal was a wall for me and no other reason other than i was like hella lost like a uh -huh. lot yeah because i could not figure out how to go up or down and even with valak mountain <clears throat> um Sometimes I would still get lost just from like, just because of the vertical, the vertical nature of, of, you know, that area. So I yeah. feel like with that line there, you know, it be not, not just, not just being on a mini map, but like physically there to show you where to go. That will make navigation a thousand times easier. There, yeah, I, uh, that's also kind of like the, a lot of the Xenoblade, well, all the Xenoblade maps have like a lot of verticality um in general and and their maps are not always clear yeah it, and it can make that sort of stuff like really difficult to to uh portray with like the weird shapes the environment has so like i remember in xenoblade chronicles definitive edition where they added like the line on the mini map and valak Mount mountain specifically the line itself got confused on where you were supposed yes. to go at time. <laughs> yes, yes it did and it really did it was funny i actually think that is for that particular area, I actually think the new navigation system is a downgrade from what we had before, because before you had an arrow and the arrow would actually point to where you're going in the right direction. And whereas yeah. now you had the line where for the most part, it worked pretty well, but like in that area, it, it would get confused. Yeah, it, it was kind of funny. But it was like, okay, ignore the line on this one. Yeah. And honestly, I'm... I think that I think that this thing that they're doing is like definitely a big mm -hmm. up from the follow ball. The follow ball is nice, but if you don't keep up pace with it, yeah, it's you know you can lose it very easily. So I like how there's a, now an actual like little trail for it. it it's again because it, I think the follow ball was a good mechanic in cross, mm -hmm. and they should have kept it. But I think this is a nice way of bringing it back and improving on it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, that said, um, I don't need anything to follow. I like finding <laughs> things on my own, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I think it's useful when you're in a place like that. And it is nice you for need when you a little stuff. bit yeah. of a guide to see, okay, which path leads there because I don't see it. <laughs> it's a good option. Yeah. yeah. So we can change time as usual. That's in all Xenoblades. Um, not in the video. We saw a screenshot on the Twitter of News of Malonit that apparently you can fight monsters while swimming, which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that might be one of the best additions to it. Yes, because I like, how many times do we fight monsters close to water? And it's just like, oh, my character started swimming, they stopped fighting. <laughs> Especially if you're fish in Magna Forest breaking time. aggro halfway through the fight. More like a short character, and then just like, oh no, they're swimming, but everyone else is just standing. Yeah, exactly. 
Yep. Also, uh, B, you had you had a thing there, and although it kind of covers a bit what we said earlier, but if we, if you want to add up to that, yeah, no, I just thought that was kind of interesting that if you get these heroes that are going to be sitting around a campfire with you, um, wasn't there a game that I recently played that did that too? I don't remember. Um, but yeah, you could unlock depending on like your affinity, unlock quests, which you kind of touched on. But hopefully, like get more of the lore of the game. Like not only understand what that character is, what that hero is, but tell us more about the history of this world. So that's what yeah. I'm kind of a little excited about. I'm all gonna for have lore. a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. in the the camps. Oh, so brief brief aside. I hope this is okay, but like. Wow. I was I was looking okay. at the well I mean it's related uh, it was just okay. but it's not necessarily related to this direct thing I was looking around well it was about the 11 minute point in the direct video and there's a scene where they're walking up and you can see a like a bird enemy like one of those bigger ones like an ancel or something I think is what they were called in some of the games but way off in the distance flying and it looks like it's going in slow motion but props to them for even having something that far back moving on this thing it's just kind of funny like holy crap people complain about low frame rates at a distance sometimes but it's amazing that they can even do that i mean they're the master of world building and not really like at least for world building such huge worlds on the switch it's like they're masters it's just so much attention to detail i love it yeah it is well it's not great all right, shall we move oh. to the next section of battling it, it out? out. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, who wants to go? I'll wait, let's go. wait. Okay. There is one more world-related thing that I just noticed. That I just noticed. I don't know how I forgot about this, but okay. is there a tracking system in this game? Like with, or is that the is that the follow thing? My bad. That might be that. It's the follow what? thing. It oh. is. It is. Oh, I was okay. like, this looks like Monster Hunter tracks. Oh, like, like when you're like, um, yeah, it's like not their footprints, it's like something else's footprints that are glowing. Yeah, it oh, reminded me I of one of the blade abilities from, yeah, yeah that, that was like a field skill. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. I forgot, it. I didn't think about I didn't that. put those yet because I wasn't too sure what they were, they didn't really like amplify. But I imagine <laughs> we have a couple more abilities to explore that shows a bit differently. Didn't somebody say that field skills were coming back in this game? I, I mean, I'm probably confirmed. I yeah. don't know, oh God, but that... no. Well, I wonder if they'll do a. I don't mind them. Yeah, I, I, again, I don't remember. I, I, I thought I, I thought I heard something about that at one point. Yeah. I, I could remember. Full I disclosure: I haven't rewatched really this. I have not rewatched this trailer since it first premiered. So, oh, you're fine. <laughs> I, I rewatched yeah. it a few times the first day, but I didn't get a chance to like really watch it again today before this. So. Yeah, neither have I. I've been pretty busy, but that's yeah. why I was kind of. You know, um, anyways, we can talk about the battle system. So it looks like the driver combos are back. They're probably not going to call it that, obviously, mm-hmm. but you can break, topple, launch, and smash enemies, which is awesome. It's so Love satisfying. It. I'm so happy they brought that back because let me tell you, when I when that finally clicked for me in Xenoblade 2, mm-hmm. I would just abuse it. It's I would so just satisfying. abuse the crap it's, out of that. Yeah. Xenoblade in Xenoblade 1 and 2, those are that's your bread and butter. Like it's it's crazy, especially in Xenoblade 1 because you can actually stack topple in that one, which is mm-hmm. nuts. But yeah. yeah, uh I can't wait for that. That's always super fun. Oh, and um, 
I just want to say real quick, sorry, Chris. It looks like they're still doing the same animation when they do launch. Wait, Chris. I remember Chris mentioned in our oh, gotcha. last Xenoblade Three episode that he didn't want, but they didn't want that. Oh, he didn't want that same animation. Yeah, but oh, it looks but like that so animation's better. I love it. Yeah, it's good, especially when you do it on like a major antagonist. It's, it's yeah. Like- they're just spinning in the air. We love it. Yeah. We love it. I always, I um, always would have fun like imagining the noises that whoever was getting launched would make. So it'd be like, <laughs> like sound again, please, so that so our viewers can listen to that again. <laughs> I apologize to anybody listening to this episode with headphones. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, guys. Well, that, that was, was good glorious. That He'll was lower it. He'll lower it. <laughs> that was that was glorious. You can also anyway. freely swap characters you control at any time, which is amazing. Can Incredible. you? Yeah, said that, but can you swap in battle? Yes. Yeah, that's what, that's it. what we say. Okay. You can swap in battle at any time, so that means you have full control of your combos. Com- like yep. you know, previously it was often hard to do a combo because sometimes you would start a, a combo and then the rest of the party would not follow. The but AI now was being be able bad. To switch now you between can... them and be like, uh-huh. "Do this, you do that, you do yeah. that, you do that." You know, just oh, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, I'm definitely a fan of swapping between party members on the fly right. with like FF7 remake and Atelier yep. Ryza. I mm-hmm. love the combat system mm-hmm. in both those games. Oh yeah, so it's it's good. Um, yeah, and it fixes the. It, it somewhat fixes the whole problem a lot of people have had over the years with the AI is not doing what I want. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And uh, the arts are also tied to the buttons, as we said previously. Um, yep. We have uh, three roles in battles Perfect. with the classes: attacker, defender, and healer, as mentioned mm-hmm. previously. And as I well. think, like we had also mentioned that reviving. A character works a bit differently in this game too. Yes. You now have to hold the button for a few seconds, which is awesome. I, I yeah. like that. Yeah, it's gonna be a bit more challenging. Yeah. <clears throat> it's gonna make battles a lot more tense, and I'm all for it. Then there's uh, it looks like the chain attacks are working a little bit differently this time. Mm-hmm. Um it's like you select a character who's a leader of the chain attack, and that will affect like what kind of bonuses or even yeah, what kind of I've chain seen, attack it is. I see like for example, whenever Noah is in charge, it was saying something like 70% more damage with yeah. something. So I imagine the other ones will have different combos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also I did I do mention it a bit further down, but I guess I can mention it now. But uh in with the horrible's you can also chain attack with them mm-hmm. and they yes. can also bring on their own bonuses and special attacks so yeah it's going to be cool also <laughs> get I persona 5 style face zoomy oh, can you you have... both spoke at the same time all done one at a time <laughs> oh sorry oh I, w- I was just adding you also get the persona 5 style face zoom in yeah pretty much <laughs> And Anthony, what did you say? I barely heard you. What I want to know about the Ouroboros is like, can you have the whole party go into Ouroboros mode at the same time and then do chain attacks? Like, I believe you can possibly if they're all ready, yes. So, because like, I'm just thinking of the sheer amount of like damage output that would have (laughs) if you had the entire party Ouroboros and 
uh, then they do a chain attack. Like that would be absurd. It would also be like super flashy, and I would love to see that. I hope yeah. Oro. I hope Ouroboros has just expanded Overdrive. You also yeah. got to think about what kind of crazy super bosses we're gonna have. Oh, that too. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't <laughs> actually fought any super bosses in the entire franchise, and I know I'm missing out, but. Uh, maybe I'll stick around long enough to, to fight some super bosses in this one. Yeah. At the very least, awesome. I want to take Big Monkey down. <laughs> there Big are a ton Monkey. Of fun like on Blade 2, you can get some huge numbers. But yeah, anyways, mm -hmm. back on Blade 3. Uh, Classes yeah. galore. Classes galore. So yes, they are taking a, another page from Xenoblade Cross, which is good. Please yes. take all the pages from that game. All the pages uh, and correct the problems. Each character has their own class, but they can all learn from each other thanks to the clocks in their eyes showing them the way. So it's it's kind of like Final Fantasy V, where like you can kind of master a class and you can transfer skills and kind of like make make your own custom class with it. I guess. Yeah, yeah I'm so excited. I'm hoping. For this. I'm Which... hoping they do the the class mixing like the art mixing like well it, don't you get like a skill and then you can bring that to another class yeah master master art yeah yeah master yeah arts. i think that's which true, is yeah. which is fine i like that a lot but uh yeah we'll run I through some it. of the classes that uh they reveal like sword fighter which is your balance attacker class you got zephyr which emphasis on evasion and counter defender class that's probably gonna be one i'm gonna like a lot uh, Medic Gunner, heal allies HP and tricking their abilities from a position of safety. It's a healer. Yeah, Tactician, which is another healer class. Disrupt enemies and heal allies using Talisman called Mondo. Uh, yeah, the Heavy Guard, wield massive weapons to defend allies to draw aggro. Ogre, I like that name. Crush that enemies' good. defenses with massive power. It's an attack sure, class. Um, you could also change class, learn Master Arch. Yeah, we were just talking about that. And there's also Fusion Art attacks where you can, like, I guess... If there's two arts that are compatible between your party members, you can kind of combine them. Yeah, it was something like yeah. that. It's not fully clear the way they mention it, but like mm -hmm. you can see it on the screen that both sides from the arrow buttons and the normal like right side buttons, they kind of have a logo and they, they fuse together and the arts changes on the, yeah. the board. So that can give you potentially more art than what you have equipped like because you do combos and it turns that that actually makes me think a bit of how um you know breath of fire 4 whenever you do magic and like you do some certain combo of magic and it changes at the end to something else because you did this like it reminds me a bit of something like that but different <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah on the i'm guessing like it looks like the only thing like with Zelda cross you had two weapons so like whenever you unlocked all the classes the, the since the arts are basically tied to the weapons you could switch them i'm guessing like there's going to be just a subset of the different ones that are just overall this works for anything is the master arts is how that's going to work yeah so that's how you're going to be able to do some mixing and matching with your with your arts i would assume yeah i think it's going to be really fun to to experiment with all of that Mm -hmm. Also, that little arrow right above the arts on there is, uh, I'm pretty sure, is totally the position arrow. Like, are you from the front, the side, or the back thing? Yeah, possibly, so yeah. That's very nice to have back. Also, as we move to the next one, that one I've Let's... been pretty MVP, like, posing at every frame to get all of the details of all the class I could grab. <laughs> Yeah, so um, before let's before we get to the uh, next section, I'm actually going to skip that real quick 
because we have another section about the Ouroboros. So let's talk about that a little bit more. Are you sure you don't want to follow up? Because it talks about classes still, technically. Because it's like the Eros, but like it's very in faces on like every single one of the classes. I just forgot since we were talking about that. All right. Um, So yes, I guess your seventh party member is a hero, right? And uh, they... I initially thought that this was just a guest party member slot. Like Mm -hmm. maybe they'll join and leave you, but it seems like you could actually just keep them. Yeah, After a certain point. Yeah, it's almost like the replacement for the blade system, kind of. Yeah, yeah. That seems to be what they're going for with it. And each single one of them have their specific class that you can also learn. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like there are parts at which they'll come in the story and be story relevant for a while where you probably like have to keep them in for certain things. But I'm sure after that point, they're just like, they're available all the time or something. Yeah. Yes. And it seems what's also pretty cool about the classes, and this is why I keep thinking of FF5, is that each class has its own outfit. And I love yeah. that. when you switch to a different class, they don that outfit. And of course, you could switch to their normal um, default outfit if you don't like it, but it's cool that they give you the option. Yes. It's not the same thing as um, actual equipment like in Zillow Blade 1 and also in Cross. Mm-hmm. But at least it gives us op- some sort of option, some sort of way to customize mm-hmm. our characters' looks. Exactly. Yeah. Also, it's more than what Xenoblade Two had at first. So, <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, kind of still for the most part. Like, there's a there's not nearly as many costumes in two. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much. Like in two, you pretty much have default costumes and then colors. That's pretty much it. <laughs> also, I'm, Nick, I'm, um... I welcome back Fashion Blade. <clears throat> Oh, yeah, I'm so excited about that being back. Uh, but uh, I wanted to just go b- touch back on a point um, I had mentioned earlier. You asked if any of the characters looked older. And I had mentioned some of the heroes. The heroes I was thinking of now that I've rewatched this section are Ashera, Alexandria, and Gray. Um, yeah, they, and I was they thinking they look, look like young adults. All three of them look a little older than the party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. I was just, I was just thinking, like... I'm saying like old, old, like like Vandom the, old. I was think, yeah, exactly. Because okay, I was no. thinking of did Vandom break the the ten year cycle, or did <laughs> Vandom just like get is Vandom yeah. something else altogether? Was kind of my, yeah. my where I was going with that. Yeah, I think I think I see where you're going with that, and I do think that Vandom is kind of unique there. The only one who I would say maybe might be, and that's only because most of his face is obscured, is Gray. Uh, Gray might be for all we know, like about as old as Vandom because he's got the gray, he's got his hair is gray and most of his face is obscured. And just those mannerisms of how he moves suggest that he's more experienced and he's been around longer. But as far as like whether or not he is or isn't, you know, on that scale, I don't know yet. Yeah. And I mean, that could be the case, but I, I'm just going to go with the anime rule of gray hair means jack shit. Um, (laughs) That's fair. Let's and also, to... I've known people with I know people in real life who have premature gray hair. So, yeah, I'm one. I of have them. some gray hair. But anyway, no, I mean, I know I knew people yeah. like in elementary school Anyways, that had gray we'll, hair. Anyway. Let's, let's run through. Let's yeah. The heroes. Yeah, I'm not gonna spend least. too much time on each of them because we really don't know that much about most of them. Yeah, you can just go as uh, yeah. with the list yeah. and like mention Ishara. Use a double sword. Aggressive defender, swift deadly slash strikes, draws foes in. 
only to mow them down. We have Baldi, who seems to be a war medic class, uses a rifle, is a healer. We got uh, the two Notpon, Riku and Manana. Riku's voice like threw me off guard and was not expecting that. Okay, okay, okay. You need to slow down for this class, though. You need to say this class out loud with a serious face. <laughs> Yum Smith class. Yum Smith. <laughs> yes. I'm not making that. that oh, you know. that is an amazing <laughs> class. I want to be a Yum Smith class. <laughs> Riku <laughs> voice by not Idris Elba. Yeah, exploits enemies <laughs> weak points and uses debuff to take control of battle. We have another new character named Fiona. We don't yeah, know. Her class. Her class was not showed, and yeah. but like she had a healer icon and. She seemed to have a staff-looking thing icon on another menu, so I'm like, maybe it's something similar to Melia type battle, but I'm not sure. <laughs> she was complaining about being about feeling weak, so I I have to assume that they're making her a healer or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We also have Alexandria. Uh, in cursor, in cursor, or cursor. Yeah. I, I I can't remember if it was an O or E. Looks like but... that class has an emphasis on crits. Yeah, critical cool. damage. Gray, full metal jaguar. That's yep. attack. Attack foes in a wide area with with twin guns and drones. The shots going deadlier with each hit. Pretty cool. Juniper, it's a stalker class, which has a bow. Another attacking class that excels at sniping foes with arrows and hunting them from safety and stealth. Then you've got Zeon, not not from Gundam. But that's a great <laughs> commander class. Sword and shield, turn the tables and boost abilities when things look dire, so they're a defender. Another dude not showed much in this has his icon on the board of fuel showing, McConnell's looking guy, healer icon. Yeah, it looks like a mature looking guy with that hmm. that had like the pale skin, like McConnell's type person. Yeah. But like like there's nothing like they didn't hover or over the icon. He's just kind of there, but we didn't really see him. So I have no idea other than that. I just saw the healer icon and I just spread it there. <laughs> oh, are you uh, are you talking about when they show the miniatures on the class selection thing? Yeah, yeah, because I, I was looking at all the tiny details of that section. <laughs> yeah, did you mean the war medic or? Huh. There's another person that is a McConnell looking person, an adult, and they have a healer thingy on their icon, but it is not Valdi. It is someone gotcha. else. We just don't know their name. I gotta say, the um, Zeon's class reminds me a lot of Hugo from Torna. True, mm. true. Jill thing. It, might, it might be what they, they put themselves on, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, sorry for my typing just now because I wanted to look something up regarding the heroes. I don't know if we want to talk about the. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Uh, oh, that's really interesting. All right. No. So, um, <laughs> apparently, Nintendo quote unquote leaked. A certain oh, hero. Let's not... So ended the. Are, are we going to mention that? I was going to say, was that like? Was We're that saying something... that we didn't want to mention it. Okay, well, we don't want to mention. It. All right, fine. I won't mention it. Well, we we people, did know about if, it. If people want to look people want to it yourselves, look, look it yes, we won't but discuss it. But basically, I, I'm not going to say who who it is. But basically, 
in the in the direct, there was one icon on the face wall. that was that was pixeled out, was blurred out, kind of like what they did when they were showing um, Numa in Smash. Mm-hmm. And on Nintendo of America's site for Xenoblade Three, they put a certain character that was not shown in the heroes page with the heroes, and now that image has actually been removed. Well, actually, it's been edited so that that particular hero doesn't display there. <laughs> so either that was a mis- quote-unquote mistake, or... Strikes yeah. again. <laughs> I, I don't know what, that, what that's about. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting. Also, I'm wondering if there are just more heroes in general. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are more, because there were some that were blacked out, so there's a bunch that we still don't know nothing about. So, mm-hmm. yes, there will be more than what's what we saw so far there's going to be a lot of characters which means yeah which means i actually think that um that character that was leaked isn't going to be the biggest surprise so hopefully yeah. there's there's more for us mm-hmm. to look forward to because and also in, like, in so, general i think there's just a lot more for us to see in this game so but like even in the like you had like the first uh menu where you were going around the, the heroes but it was the second menu where you were going around the classes mm-hmm. and I think there was like three that were blacked out on that menu. Yeah, there like, were, in the right. direct, and there was three characters silhouette we had not seen before. One of them looked like a, some kind of giant. <laughs> yeah, and you got to go to a gotcha machine to get the heroes out. He's not a guy. So one thing that nah, I doubt it. So they're not going to do this. They are absolutely not going to do this. No, they like, can't. Uh, one thing that would have been kind of neat. Uh, since they announced amiibo support, it would have been kind of cool if like you could get like a Mario outfit uh-huh. if you scan like the Mario amiibo, or like you put like the Link one and then you can get somebody in the like the Link tunic. <laughs> that I think would have been. Maybe cute. we would unlock the plumber class. The plumber yeah, class. like the plumber class. <laughs> plumber class. It would, it would kind of be like it's like how in like Bayonetta two you can get the Mario outfits. Mm-hmm. And that would like kind of affect her moveset a little bit. Yeah, that would be great. That that would be cool. Can we get the East, we get the East uh, amiibo to get the adventurer <laughs> class? Yes. <laughs> but yeah, they're not going to do that. There's no shot they're they're going to do it. So I really it's do just wonder yeah. what exactly the amiibo we're going to like do. Aside from, I hope it's not we'll just get provide. There. We'll, like, we'll get there. We'll items. get there. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the next point is the power of Furoboros. Yes. Two characters can fuse together. Uh, Vandam seems to be the one to activate their first transformation because there's a cutscene we see in the direct where he activates some kind of device and it kind of pushes like, their soul out and then like you just have uh, Mio and Noah to fuse together at first. And yeah, that's it. That's the first transformation, seems like. Um, uh, six form total. So basically, there's three dark ones from KVs, uh, and three from Agnes, and like only one person out of the two can control the Ouroboros at the time. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, basically, to come to the next point, you while you're in battle, like if you transform, you can swap between who controls, and it swaps the the form. And it changes the arts that are equipped depending on who you are on. So you you can get get more control of battle with that, which is pretty cool. So also also like 
Xenoblade X, you have to go through the you have to scroll through a menu of like eight arts. It's like yeah. this is this is the just direct switch to the eight arts. It's which is a lot like Xenoblade Two also, where you're switching between three different characters to get more arts. So there's that, but hmm. that's awesome. <laughs> yes. Um. And you can so also afterwards. So who do oh, we think so... of the blocked out um, hero selection? No. We... Let's, I think you may have you been away when we discussed that we weren't going to say that. Okay. All right. And that's not part of the Ouroboros. Because um, you can also uh, earn points in battle to raise the Ouroboros abilities. Yeah. And they can also partake in chain attacks with the rest of the party, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Like, uh, that's that's the thing I saw where, like, whenever the Ouroboros was on as the leader, there was different combos and different things. That's why I mentioned it a bit earlier whenever mm-hmm. we were in chain attack uh, we need to put a marvelous point just for the cosmos looking Ouroboros of oh my Neo gosh. because She's beautiful. it looks amazing uh, the next point is yours Jen because I'm not sure where you are going with this oh there's the <laughs> one I think it's Senna might be Senna's where it looks Senna. like Crescens from Xenogears yeah, it's, cause it's got the, Senna's the... has the Crescens wings that change into a hammer oh which is okay cool. now I see what you were going for like earlier yeah. when you mentioned it I was like confused I was like wait what is he talking about <laughs> yeah yeah it's that yeah which is pretty okay. cool I can't yeah. believe they made a reference to uh, Xenosaga freaks in this game with that cat cosmos though yeah <sighs> Uh, a world with a freedom to choose. Yeah, with a freedom to choose is one of the lines in the trailer. That yeah, that that's something that pretty much goes in line with something I said a bit earlier. Is that it's pretty much like the plot of like uh, we want to have the freedom to choose our our destiny, basically. So yeah, yeah. So, um, also, that <laughs> Nia's Ouroboros, that death of a thousand cuts attack, is basically just the spin ball from Metroid. <laughs> it is the screw of, attack. Yeah. All right. Um, the expression pass. We're already there. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so, the wave one is gonna be helpful items in outfit color variants. Lunch day. The wave two is gonna be challenge battle. New heroes, characters, and quest. New outfits, because, you know, new heroes are called new quests, they call new outfits. December 31, 2022. Wave 3, another wave of challenge and new heroes and quests and new outfits. That's gonna be a lot. Yeah. April 30, 2023. Wave 4, brand new scenario. And I put in in between Goma, like, um, is it another, like, 20 plus hours story <laughs> I hope so because it's really nice how they put like almost full out like tiny game like smaller games as like brand new scenario like it's mm-hmm. always so cool and that one is stated to release on December 31 2023 so we're gonna have content for the whole year of 2023 technically yeah and then who knows and, if we'll uh, do if they'll do like Xenoblade Two and have also have like free content in between as well. Yeah, yeah, that that could also happen. It's like we never know. Mm-hmm. And also, amiibo supports 
as we're about to get at some point. And you can scan any amiibos and they're going to grant you items. But if you scan the Shulk amiibo, it's going to change the Sword Fighter class sword to look like the Monado. So you can have the Monado Spawa, <laughs> basically. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we managed to reach the end. And we didn't speak for three hours. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. The, yeah. the last thing I want to just briefly, 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 briefly mention, mm-hmm. and it's I mean, something we that have time. we're yes. early for once. We <laughs> got once. time. We got time. The, yeah, and this is the last thing I, w- I want to talk about with this game mm-hmm. is that somebody on Twitter made a comment about how it seemed like the they re-engineered the lip syncing for the English dub and did like a brief comparison between that and the Japanese version. And that's pretty cool if that's true. I'm going to reserve judgment for when the game comes out. However, it seems like quite a few sites are covering that story already and quoting that one person. So hopefully that's true. A wasted effort, if you ask me. Why would you play with the English dub on? Everyone knows that the Japanese dub is superior in every way. Well, that's why there's options. So you We're can also do trying to get out of the podcast. Yep. <laughs> no but yeah, that's all I wanted to say. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which, say, any um, other closing notes? Well, because that kind of goes back to that screenshot where they were fighting in the water. We haven't really heard anything official about that, so I'm hoping that's true as well. Yeah, but that's but a good it was, point. It was like a very legit uh, screenshot, and it came from mm-hmm. a, a source that's usually very on point. So. I'm pretty sure it's coming probably from a Japanese source and the person just reposted it on Twitter. That, that specific Twitter usually posts stuff like that's fairly accurate. So, see, so, yeah, any other closing thoughts? Well, I mean, uh, I can't looking... wait for it. And Nintendo, please open your pre orders. Please. Please do it. Yes. <laughs> I, I gotta say, from looking at this trailer again, looking at that part in the power of Ouroboros section where Sana is talking to Mio, it really does look like they sync their, their voice lines up to their mouth movements, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited to um, get my hands on this game. I, I do have a pre-order out, and I did try today to add to the pre-order uh, the DLC, but they are not uh, offering that just yet. Oh. Okay. Yeah, but I'm not too surprised, uh, as I mentioned earlier when we were talking about it. Like, Nintendo tends to be very last minute with these kind of things. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I at least wish listed uh, the DLC, but yeah, I didn't know you could couldn't pre order it. Yeah. No, you can't. That's that's what what B said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's no, why. I that's why I was agreeing with her. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. That's okay. why I said that. Yeah, because yeah, I went in today. I said to the guy, "I'm like, look, buddy." I'm not getting my special edition. I want the game here and get me that DLC. And he's like, it's not available <laughs> in the system yet. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Which yeah, it's, just, it's as if like Nintendo doesn't want us to give them their money. <laughs> uh, HK, don't you know? Nintendo hates money. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, but anyways, let's hope for the best. Let's hope that things will kind of settle down and we can each get a copy because so far none of us in the entire server of Zillow chat, none of us managed to get a single one. No. <laughs> nope. 
Which is well, fairly depressing. Yeah, that is fairly depressing. It was in my cart. It was in my cart. Mine was also in my cart. Mine was also, I had the like, credit was card. Mine it was, was right there. That it was in my cart, but it was not showing. <laughs> I got votes. And I mean, else. Justin said that of all the people he knows, he knows like two people that got through. Out of like, how many? No, let's let, yeah. be honest with ourselves. Almost no one got through that day. Like, yeah, it, it was it, like people started to get through only like in late evening, <clears throat> and even then it was a very small amount because it kept bugging anyways. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually took my Surface because I have board game nights that day, and I brought my Surface over, and I'm like refreshing, 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 and I was refreshing until like eleven. And I'm like, ah, yeah, and I got the Wario page. I'm like, ah. <laughs> Yeah, Wario was laughing at us the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to set up lane three? Or too bad. Wario time. There better be a Wario skin for a movable Gonzalez. <laughs> oh, no. no, I want no. What we really need is a hack that turns the, whatever the final boss is into Wario. <laughs> yep. Yep. Unofficial. Oh gosh. Ah uh, yes, Wario. The the true the challenge mode just has Wario as a box straight PNG up. Of that uh, page yeah. failure of Nintendo. The land of challenge and the final boss is just Wario. There you go. <laughs> Best of both worlds, really. All right. Any other last or last thoughts on the direct or just Xenoblade Three in general? I thought that this was a very wait. comprehensive direct and that they gave us a lot without giving us a lot. Um, a lot to look at. They, 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 they really are leaving a trail of breadcrumbs here that gives us a lot to look forward to. But at the same time, uh-huh. I I am I have no idea what's going on. So this, to me, is a trailer that's expertly done. I feel I still feel like largely unspoiled for anything in the game. Um, mm-hmm. anything major, anything like of consequence, uh, and I don't feel like the game that that this trailer hasn't told us anything that we're not going to find out in the first you know thirty minutes to an hour of gameplay. Okay. Uh, anyway, so it's 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 very clear that we are standing from where we are at at the very tippity tippity top of the iceberg, and we have a lot to d- dive into and explore. Mm-hmm. So. I'm very happy that they were able to show us what they were able to show us without showing us too much. And I think that this was very well done. So whoever was in charge of this direct, I think they did a great job. All right. I have two notes Um, just off the top of my head thinking on this. I hope this, uh, this direct, like it told us a lot about just like the way gameplay mechanics kind of are going to generally work. I really mm-hmm. hope that this means that they have figured out their their tutorial thing a little bit better. Like some mm. something that's like a little clearer than the last, yeah, same, the last because, several games. Because it looks like it's gonna be like a lot, but a lot of different mechanics and things mm-hmm. all at the same time. And I'm like I'm really hoping they're going to do a better job at explaining and then pull another Xenoblade Ross. <laughs> yeah, I will say the menus are already looking kind of like better in a lot of ways. Yes, they are. So there's that. Um, but yeah, that's one thing. And the other thing, based on like the cool like maneuverability stuff, I, I do. It doesn't look as fast as something like Xenoblade Cross, you know, 
with like the running and jumping or anything like that. But there's like rail grinding, sand sliding. Those Ouroboros attacks especially look like some. What I'm what I'm saying is I think somebody I think these guys were playing Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> they there's like sliding rail grinding they they do like a roll into the enemies a lot i'm noticing like dude jumps on a sword and surfs into it if you can't like don't tell me that's not sonic the hedgehog shit i love it it's great <laughs> anyway i think those are i think that's what i got i think that's the main things i got and i, right. I fucking love the look at this world it looks amazing cannot wait to explore all this mm-hmm all right. Uh, all right. Uh, well, uh, we'll just stop there if that if no one else has anything else to add. Um, but yeah, the direct was great, and this was a great conversation to have about it. Um, I am. It made me so much more excited. Like, like I'm just really excited for like some of the like 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 the classes, the master arts, all that stuff sounds really fun. So this game sounds fun and the story looks intriguing and so do the characters. Uh, and it comes I out to all of this. <laughs> yes, and it's coming out next month. Oh my god. Oh my god. But anyway, oh god. <laughs> 3 days. That's all we have to wait. Oh god. It's going to be a all long right. month, but it's only a month. It'll, it'll be worth it. Oh yeah. It'll be worth it. Big time. All right. So Let's go around and we'll just kind of discuss what uh, what we're up to. Um, as always, how about you, Justin? All right. So yesterday was too many games. Anthony and I were there. We did tournament of voices, and it was it was a good time. I enjoyed the event. Not sure when the recording will be up on YouTube, but at some point that'll be done. Otherwise, uh, yeah, I. I got some pretty cool games. In fact, I got a PS1 game that I slept on, and I like it. I, I bought the first Bloody Roar at the event. Yes. And, mm. man, I can't believe I slept on this series for so long. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I, I always knew about it, and I remember playing it once back in the day and liking it, but for whatever reason, I just never got into it. Yeah, it's a pretty good game. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of franchises that I just kind of miss, like that. Ape Escape is another one, and I got into that last year, and I really like that one. I think of all the games I streamed on Retro Roulette so far, that is the one that I kicked myself the most from not having played when I was younger. Yeah, I didn't really have an option on that. Yep, Ape Escape. Mm. It was so much Ape fun. Ape Escape is, is nice, but so hard. <laughs> um, I got the third game of that recently, and I do plan on playing that soon. So, yeah, I can't wait for that. I but can't wait for that soundtrack. <laughs> I also, yeah. Oh, my God. The music in that is so good. But, yeah, um, I'm also playing Trails in the Sky, second chapter. I am very close to the end. It, was, it feels like I'm close to the end. Hey, me game. too. So I want to hopefully try to beat it before the end of the month, but we'll see what happens with that. And I know the Steam sale is going on right now, and oh, I'm going to take a look at that, and I'll probably pick up a couple cheap titles on that, too. But, yeah. That's all with me. All right. Thank you. Uh, Anthony, did you have a question, or do you want to go next? Huh? What? Oh. Um, I saw your hand I, at one point. I think oh, he was clarifying uh, yeah, on the I was, I was just clicking around. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? You go ahead. You okay. go next. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, I, as Justin stated, yesterday was too many games. 
I went and did my Tournament of Voices panel with the help of Justin and Sam. We also had a friend record it, so it will be online. Um, it went off without a hitch. We did. It was great. Too many games, as always, they, they treat us right. They gave us four microphones, which was the perfect amount of microphones that we needed. Great monitor, fantastic audio setup, adequate seating. We filled up. Uh, and we had people standing in the background, uh, like we always do. It was a phenomenal panel. Um, everyone seemed to have a great time. So I'm, I'm incredibly enthusiastic and happy that we got to, we got to do this again this year. And I look forward to being able to do it every year I can until I turn to dust. Um, but, uh, other than that, I am going to be starting, Fire Emblem Three Hopes today. Uh, actually, Ooh. right after this, I'm going to go grocery nice. shopping and then I'm going to come back and start that uh, with my wife. Um, we play all Warriors games together. So, is uh, it co op? Uh, yes. Uh, if I'm oh, cool, if I'm read what I read online correctly, after a few chapters in, you do unlock local co op. That's and, awesome. Uh, that's that's how we do it. I mean, we've done that with uh-huh. Hyrule Warriors and Age of Calamity and then the original Fire Emblem Warriors, which we're not going to talk about. Um, <laughs> and then now this one. But uh, we're very excited. We both love Three Houses a lot. So oh. uh, we're going to be we're very excited to play this, especially knowing that it's a drastic improvement over the uh, the previous Fire Emblem Warriors. And um, other than that, I I really don't know. I'm, I am planning on watching. I'm I was gonna play Xenosaga, but at this point, I think um, we just with the amount of time I've got, what I'm doing is I'm gonna be waiting for Jesse to upscale the cutscenes uh, from the games, and I'm going to watch those, and I'm very excited for that. And then I also have uh, Zeno Gears that I have to get to at some point. Then I will, you know, be more or less caught up on the franchise. Nice. <laughs> right. um, uh, Mary, how about you go next? Uh, so, yeah, what's going on with me? I have a new PC that can nice. stream without crashing, <laughs> <laughs> which is amazing. And in fact, I, I basically started playing with streaming last weekend, and this weekend I actually started streaming a whole new game of Xenoblade Chronicles Cross, because my old game Ooh. found I, I wasn't feeling it, and I really was feeling like, you know, doing a fresh start and going back into it, planning better and stuff, so I did a whole new game, and so far I'm having a lot of fun mounting scaling and, uh, you know... <laughs> Avoiding enemies like um, some kind of stealthy agent. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, there's that. Um, Aside from that, I also have conventions finally coming back in Canada that I will be attending this summer. So, aka, like I have one um, anime artist doing a comeback in mid July. And then I also have like kind of the movie festival starting around the same time. And then I have like a Takaton, which is in the beginning of August, and possibly Matsuri right after a Takaton. Like it's all going to be sandwiched in one big thing. So <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have a bunch of events this summer, like my usual summer that I used to have. Except uh, I didn't know it used to be in May, 
just this year they pushed it to July to have more of a chance to like you know like if virusy stuff happened like usually in summer it's more calm so they pushed it to summer to make it more safe so yeah I'm looking forward to that it's gonna be cool on top of uh, the billion GRPGs I have and that are coming and oh yeah I'm also at the end of Trails in the Sky third chapter <laughs> but uh, the I won't spoil you guys, but I'll just say the final boss is a bitch. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I need to redo that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically there. I'm almost at the end. But yeah, that's about it for me. <laughs> awesome. Um, how about you, B? Uh, sure. Um, just like HK said, a lot of conventions are coming back in Canada, so I'm hopefully going to meet up with HK at Anime North. Yes. Um, oh. Yeah, we're going to hang out. We're going to shop and buy all the things. Yes. And, and nerd <laughs> it out. So, yay. Um, let's do that. Um, Game-wise, I've been slowly tackling Kirby. Um, I have finally found out what my favorite Kirby form is. Um, am I allowed to spoil what it is? Yes, I mean, yes. Okay. A lot of the Kirby Water balloon Kirby makes me laugh so oh, much. those kinds. Yeah, that is a good one. Wait, what, yeah, wait so... which kind? Which kind? Mouthful mode water. Oh, okay. Water yes. balloon Kirby. Water balloon Kirby. <laughs> oh my hilarious. gosh. I, I play that. I'm like, I got to do this again and again and again. And then <laughs> spurt water and then jump. And then he's like, well, it's... yeah. So the graphics, like how they animated it to look like a water balloon, very much entertains me. Um, aside from that, I'm actually going back in the past and I was gifted an analog pocket Game Boy thingy for my birthday. I think that's what it's called. It's like, it's a Game Boy, right? Yeah. And um, I've been um, playing some of the games that I've played back in the past, like Tetris. Um, I have a flash cart and got some games on that. I'm now trying my hand at Metroid Fusion. And my age is catching up with me because every time I put my hands around that little tiny Game Boy thing um, and try to beat a boss, my tendonitis acts up and my hands fall asleep so that's gonna be a fun challenge but i'm really much enjoying um the blast from the past so if if you get a chance to get one i highly recommend it it's entertaining i don't know if this would help you with that at all but since it's you're you're relying on the cart not the system itself if you happen to have or if you can get your hands on a first generation nintendo ds they had Game Boy ports, and you would be able to use that, and it might be a little bit more comfortable in your hands. Um, I, I do have one, and I have tried that um, previously, and that it doesn't work, but ah, thanks for the idea. Dang. Yeah. That, that actually reminds me, because like even aside from that, I remember once as a, as a kid, whenever I went from the Game Boy Color to the Game Boy Advance, I, I didn't... A lot of people started getting Game Boy Advance SPs later, and I didn't yeah. want one because I got so used to the form factor, like the way you held the original Game Boy Advance and liked it so much more with like how much wider it was, that it was really hard to go back to the original. It was, yeah, yeah. Like and, form factor. And now, like at my age, I'm not even that old, but like the tendonitis is catching up with me, and I, I'd hate to be that mm-hmm. one that'd be like, I can't play a video game because my fingers fall asleep, but just yeah. gotta take breaks and uh, get back to it here and there 
Yeah, let's see. My <clears throat> my right hand tends to do that too a little bit, so I need to be careful, especially with the uh, button smashy games. So I totally get the feeling. Yeah. If there's but... one thing it's great to have a Wii U for still, it's Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's for awesome sure. for and DS games for that matter. It can actually yeah. do those. Yeah. Hate well. to end on a, a downer with my hands. Um, play Kirby. Be Water Balloon Kirby. You will not be disappointed. <laughs> I agree. All right. Uh, Nick, you go. I agree. As someone who recently finished Kirby. <laughs> it's so much fun. Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Uh, yeah, I, I took a small break from Trails SC to do that because I was like, Whatever, I want to play Kirby. I'm in the mood to play Kirby. Um, and you know, I got. I, it's nice to have like little, um, little other games that I'll go back, like go between between like parts of really long RPGs, uh, especially, especially one like that because um, the Trail series is amazing, but also like a kind of a slow burn at times. You know, mm-hmm. it's got some chapters that yeah. get that the pacing is not bad, but you know, it gets a little slower. And I was just at a point in a really long chapter where I was like, I think I want to take a small break and play this game so that, you know, I don't rush playing this game before Xenoblade 3 comes out at that point. And I'm in, uh, I'm, I'm not as far into it as Justin is. I know I'm only in chapter six, but I have no doubts I will beat it before Xenoblade 3 comes out. I also, in that break, I also for some reason decided, hey, you know that Resident Evil 2 remake? I'm going to try it out. I think it was partially because I was a little bit, like I was seeing all the hype around Resident Evil 4's announcement and things Mm -hmm. like that. And I was like, you know, I should give the game another shot because I played a little bit of it at launch. And uh, I, I played it like once and then didn't pick it back up again. I think I was... I think I just got distracted, but this time I loved it. Played through both campaigns. I have the second campaigns, but I feel like I might just do that stuff on and off because I mean, I know most of it's the same thing just with like, they rearrange things. It's a great formula for it. I like it a lot, but and also mods. Mods made it like really fun second time through, but (laughs) either way, that's what I've kind of been doing. I'm back on trails in the sky sc uh here, here lately i'm gonna stick to it until i'm finished with it and it's been fun uh other than that yeah i don't know i don't have a lot of, of other stuff to really speak of uh fun in, in, and entertainment wise going on i think my i think the next con that comes back for me is not until september so you know mm-hmm. that's cool hey you'll get the xenoblade 3 art book around then maybe yeah, maybe so. Hopefully so. Hopefully. I'm, uh... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll, uh, get my stuff together and cosplay again. Maybe I'll try and throw a Xenoblade 3 cosplay together Ooh. at some point. Um, Who would you um, try? That would be cool. HP and I have plans. I was gonna say, uh, speaking of Xenoblade 3 cosplay, shout out to the one guy who was cosplaying Tyon at Too Many Games yesterday. Yeah, that was insane. Oh, wow, that was quick. That's awesome. Okay. So my idea for Xenoblade cosplay for the sake of like keeping it a little bit more simple uh, for one for one thing for the sake of keeping it a little bit more simple 
And two, because just match the body type better in general is I think I'd go for Noah. I really like yeah. I really like Noah's, Noah's design nice. a lot. Mm-hmm. It was like as cool much jacket. as I would love to do lands, I don't I don't want to start bodybuilding. <laughs> even though even though I know you don't have to for that, I just you know I, I think I'd rather just do Noah. I don't want to have to deal with a lot of face paint and stuff. Speaking of cosplay plans, HK, can I can I, can I spoil what we have planned for next year? Can I? Yeah, but put it as a maybe because there's still oh. a huge project. We'll see how it goes as yeah, we go there. So, Mine is also a maybe. So, yeah, so put us know. on a pencil it in. Um, we're hoping for next year for one of the conventions is to cosplay as both of the queens. <gasps> oh, Ooh, that would be I want to do Queen Melly. And I want to do the other one. Yeah. So bad. <laughs> so, Whatever yeah. that is. Pencil that in. That's great. I saw the big dress and I was like, I always, I always love big dress like this, and I always wanted an excuse to make one or like mm-hmm. cosplay a character that had a big dress. But like all of the previous characters that had big dress, I wasn't like attached enough. But now I'm like, it's got Millie. I gotta yeah. do it. <laughs> and I'm really into kimonos, so yeah. I'm into kimonos too. But like the the, the Victorian type dress, I'm just like, okay, no, it got me. Like I, I need it. I needed yeah. my life. You can you can remove us back from the nerd corner. I mean, you know. But, but yeah. I I hope you guys can pull it off because that would be really cool. Yeah, for sure. It's it, gonna be yeah. a lot of fabric in my case. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it'll be it'll be yeah. awesome. So come mm-hmm. find us. Oh yeah. Yep. All right. Well, good luck. Um, Thank you. <laughs> uh, as for me, I don't have much going on. I just came back from a vacation. Which I did a lot of nothing. Um, it's the best kind. It's true. I'm almost done with the second uh, Great Ace Attorney Chronicles game, so I'm excited to get that done, but also nice. sad because it's it's so good. It's so good. Um, I still need to get through those games. Like I bought both packs that have like all of them, but like uh, I still haven't gotten to them. <laughs> I love those games. I haven't played all the Ace Attorney games, but I I really they're they're so quirky and they're 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 just charming games. Yeah, I just bought the the recent packs, like the the one the first one that had I think uh, from one to three. I'm not sure. <gasps> oh, the original trilogy. Yeah, and the the new one that they they release fairly recently. I'm not sure when, but like there's a second one on Switch that I also picked up. Okay, that might be the great Ace Attorney Chronicles, but anyway, yeah, it's they're really good, and I, I've already fallen victim to Steam sale and Switch sales. Um, I think I got <laughs> Monster Prom two, and I got um, oh god, what else did I get? I got Spirit Hunter NG. Um, mm. which oh, nice. I really enjoyed oh, the yeah. first game a lot. Was it that the is that related to Deathmark? Uh, yeah, it's like a I don't know if it's a, a direct sequel or if it's like a spiritual successor, but they're kind of like thematically tied, I guess. Um, because I really enjoyed Deathmark a lot, so I, I'm excited to try out NG. Nice. It's been sitting on my Switch. I've been meaning to play it. I thought, oh yeah, this will be the perfect game to play on Switch in bed, and then I barely ever do that. It's, so Deathmark's good, but be careful. Like if you want to get like the perfect ending, it you have to follow very specific like 
actions throughout the game. So uh, I, I use uh, a guide most of the time because the weird thing is the game has like post game chapters, but you can only access them if you get the perfect ending. It's it's it was oh, that's wild. it was wild. So I yeah, but I didn't fully finish the bonus chapters, but it yeah, I recommend it. Like the atmosphere, the the, the artwork is just fantastic. Don't, um, that's yeah it looks really awesome anyway um but yeah that's all for me um i have lots of things i want to work on including the podcast but try not to get myself overwhelmed and do nothing but that that happens sometimes um yeah. i mean it happens to all of us so mm-hmm. don't feel guilty for that we oh, all have our moments yes yeah <sighs> big time well Thank you very much for joining me. Um, as far as episodes go, the last one was our Malos Xenochat uh, uh, courtroom episode, which was really fun to do, and I hope we do episodes like that in the future. I had a lot of fun um, with that one. I, I think about it all the time. You were on the right team. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you guys were on the wrong team. Nah, there's no right or wrong. Objection. But yeah, I don't know what our next episode will be, but just uh, be sure to follow us on the, the social media uh, or Zenochat podcast on Twitter. And you can email us directly at Zenochat uh, podcast at gmail.com. If you want to suggest anything or correct us or whatever. Um, and you can also comment on wherever you see our podcast, whether on Spotify. Well, I don't know if you can comment on Spotify, but YouTube and whatnot. Um, I think so. Anyway. I, I don't know. Anyway, um, thank you again for everyone for joining us. Uh, and thank you for the listeners that uh, gave us a listen. And have a good night, everybody. Bye. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye. Take care, folks. Save the game? I haven't been able to look at it. And yes, I'm talking about mouthful. <laughs> I'm eating a, a piece of like Costco baguette. Okay, Costco this is as baguette. far as I can boost it, I think. This is the best I can do. Okay. What? I have to fight more? Also, I was playing Bloody Roar last night. That game is fucking fun. Why did I sleep on this? Oh, man. I, lo- I remember loving that series. Um, I think the only and one I-, I still own is... Primal Fury for the GameCube? I think. Mm. I'll have to look for it. I remember there was a guy that turned into a penguin and he reminded me of Chaos from Xenosaga.
the guy that turns into a penguin? Yeah, bloody yeah, bloody roar, primal fury. Oh okay, yeah, I played this game when I was uh, very young. <laughs> I played this game a lot, Same. but I don't remember much from it. Yeah, it's I fun. I was using I know I was using the bunny girl a lot because she yeah, was Alice, fun. she's cool. But uh, yeah. I was playing it last night. I'm like, holy shit, this game is awesome. <laughs> Why did yeah, I never was, get this? It was, it was very solid for its time, honestly. Shion, take care of the rest. I am watching a stupid video as we speak of a man deep frying, deep frying a $100 bill with coffee grinds and lemon juice. And I'm, I'm just like trying to figure out where the, he's going with this. Wait, deep frying a $100 bill? in coffee grinds and lemon juice i'm just getting started okay how do i sound through this my holy oh boy oh, wow. you sound like, no, you, you sound like uh, the baton you... kaito's dub <laughs> you're talking to <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's spot on yeah. so guess what this one is this one is um it's a baton kaito's mic that's what it is that's oh is it like muffled like yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah you're talking through it too. That, is, that is my webcam mic <laughs> You're talking to horrible. Switch back to headset. It's horrible. <laughs> okay, good job. 